going on, folks? Taylor Catano here with the Healthcare Collective, a podcast that brings you the top industry experts that are doing the biggest things in healthcare, from evidence-based practices to new things they're implementing in their facility, their organization, their clinic, that's moving the needle for patient safety and increasing revenue. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to remind you, if you get something from this podcast, like, share, subscribe, um, you know, we want to we want to hear from you. We want to get your feedback. What successes have you had? Leave it in the comments below. And uh, now I'm, I'm just super excited about today. So without further ado, let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Taylor Catano here, CEO of Southern Evals, the fastest growing healthcare consulting and staffing firm in the nation. And uh, today, I got my guy, the real estate king. The mobile home park guy, real estate rude in the house, Chris. So good to have you, dude. Absolutely, man. It's always good hanging out with another Louisianian. Hey, without a doubt. You know, today, if you could tell, the backdrop's a little bit different. We're in Colorado Springs. Uh, Chris just had a great, unbelievable mastermind talking about everything you need to know in real estate. Uh, and I got the pleasure of talking to the guys about, uh, you know, development, scaling mindset, setting goals, and then executing on those things. But um, today's about you, man. Look. I think you know what uh, what the healthcare collective is about. What we've always wanted to promote this podcast about is about helping anybody in the healthcare field. If you're a nurse, nurse practitioner, a doctor, a hospital, anywhere across the spectrum, we're trying to help you out either in your practice or if you're going beyond that. And today, I think one of the biggest questions that I've gotten uh, since I've kind of branched out and started diversifying was, man, I'm making all this money. I want to get into real estate, or man, I really want a rental house or a flip house. And today. Um, you know, Chris, we're just gonna, you know, I wanna touch on a few things about that because my journey meeting Chris was that I had the same questions as you, is I was making money through a healthcare career, but at the same time, I didn't know what I needed to do in the rentals. I'd heard nightmare stories about tenants. I'd heard nightmare stories about people losing all kind of money. And I knew from my practice is, you know, the best way to do something is get with somebody who's done it before. So Chris, you wanna give him a little bit of background on you? I mean, this guy's done some unbelievable things. Yeah, um, serial entrepreneur. I've been, you know, entrepreneur since I was 21. Uh, investing, been investing in real estate since I was 25. I'm 42 from Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like Taylor. I'm a kind of a you know, high performance guy. All I'm, I'm, I'm all about business and uh, real estate, uh, making money and, and helping other people come with me along that journey and, and create meaningful relationships. And uh, I made a lot of mistakes. Um, along that journey, you know, because you don't know what you don't know, right? It's not like you go to college and people show you how to invest in real estate, which is crazy to me, or even, you know, how to, the proper way to how to start a business. Yeah. But, you know, I went to college for that. Um, so went down the journey of uh, entrepreneurship at 22, started a business out of the back of my truck, um, changing oil and washing cars while I was in Hell college. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I ended up um, flipping some houses while I was doing that and created a, a bunch of capital and then started buying physical locations, mechanic shop, quick loops. Did that for um, about 15 years. Um, realized that I had four locations, and, uh, one of the largest uh, quick loop mechanic shops in Lafayette, but I realized I didn't want to do that. You know, it was trading out a lot of my time, but, and I noticed that most of the people that had a lot of freedom were in real estate. Yeah, I agree, <laughs> you know? I agree. And um, I, I realized that uh, real estate had actually gotten me where I was, you know, got me all the shops because I flipped some houses, took all the money to buy the shops. Okay. But then got distracted with the shops and got out of real estate. And I was like, you know what, real estate got me here. 
real estate can put me back on the track. Yeah. So started um, you know, researching more on, on, on investing and how to make quick cash and uh, kind of stumbled upon what's called wholesale, yeah. right? And um, learn how to basically find deals off market direct to seller. And uh, But prior to that, I had bought, like you said, a bunch of real estate without knowing what I was doing. I, I bought, I was like, well, I was making money with my shops. I was yep. like, I want to invest it, right? And I was like, well, I'm just going to go get with a realtor and buy a bunch of real estate. Yeah. That was mistake number one. Because um, you don't just go around buying real estate just because you want to invest in real estate. Yeah. For the sake of buying real estate. You got to buy the right location. You got to buy at a discount. You got to make sure it makes sense. And that was my first mistake in real estate. Ended up um, having to sell off all that, that, that property because I overpaid for it because I was just buying almost full retail. Yeah. And then stumbled upon wholesaling mm -hmm. which is basically uh, direct to seller marketing to find off-market properties from motivated sellers that have equity yeah because i was buying properties with hardly no equity in it and that's what most people do when they get into real estate yeah they just buy and they think there's a smarter way oh yeah so did started learning how to do direct to seller marketing finding properties off market with a lot of equity and then realize that that's the way you play the game because the ebbs and flows of the economy, the market pulls back, it, it goes up and it comes back down. If you don't have a, a nice cushion of equity, you're gonna be upside down quick. Yeah. I, I, I know because I had to sell off a lot of properties at a loss. <laughs> so that's, uh, I would, for you guys that are watching, because I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of people that are in the healthcare industry yeah. that you know make money and they wanna invest in real estate, I'm, I'm assuming, so. Yeah. And, and you know what, I, de I definitely wanna to touch on something because you know, uh, like Chris said, we ran into each other at a conference and we're both very high performers and we're both specialists in what we know. Um, but whenever, whenever I got into real estate, the vernacular, the terminology, it's just like if you're getting into healthcare. Maybe you're talking to your family and they don't know what's going on. It was the same thing when I got into real estate. So, you know, just for just for the, the nurses or anybody out there looking for property, the first thing that I learned, a huge lesson on walking through on what you talk about is listed and yeah. not listed direct to seller because yeah. that's a huge point about this i've had so many people say hey look at this thing on zillow i think i want to get in real estate and that's something that i messed up on but yeah. can you touch on that and, and i messed up too yeah you know yeah. when i when i bought all of my properties i bought them on mls which is you know multiple listing services where realtors list properties for you to buy at full retail that's where people go to buy houses to live in yeah. Right? And that's where the amateurs go that are trying to get into real estate because they don't understand how to go off market, direct to seller, using direct to seller marketing campaigns via cold calling, direct mail, uh, it could be Facebook ads, all your, your, your marketing campaigns. And what, what you're doing is you're looking for somebody that's willing to trade out equity for a quick sale because they have a problem that is senior to them trying to make a bunch of money on that property because it, they, need, they need to get out of that house. Yep because it's either distressed or they, they can't pay the note anymore. And that's where you're gonna find the best deals to where you can capture equity so you don't get yourself in, a, in trouble, mm -hmm. right? Because what, what's gonna happen is most of you guys are gonna wanna invest in real estate like I did and what Taylor did. You're just gonna go get with a realtor and then a realtor's gonna tell you, hey, yeah, you know, these are all great deals. <laughs> yeah, yep. you know, because they make money off of, um, you know, listing fees and they're not, they're not professional real estate investors. They're more like transaction coordinators. So that's the first thing I would tell you is you, you gotta learn the art of sourcing deals yep. off market, direct to seller, not on MLS. For you guys that are trying to invest in real estate, maybe you, you saved up a hundred grand, you wanna 
you know, that's in your first property. Do not go buy a property on MLS. If everybody can see it, it's not a deal. Yep. If it's not rare and valuable and hard to get, it's not going to be a good deal. So if everybody can see it, it's not it's not a good deal, right? So what you want to do is you, you want to do things of um, of the nature that of that that nobody else is doing, whether that's uh, door knocking or sending out letters to a bunch of people or, or maybe go on Zillow where people are trying to list their properties for sale by owner, mm -hmm. not with a realtor, and make a bunch of lowball offers till you find a property that's discounted. That's how you're gonna start off. And once you find a good deal, then you wanna pad in at least, you know, you need to have at least forty to $60,000 in equity on every deal. Yeah, and, and I'll just say this, a lot of what Chris is saying, it's, it takes patience. Like, yeah. you know, this is something that I think a lot of you have probably heard from folks that just have nightmares or maybe they bought a house and they had horrible tenants. Well, you know, maybe it covers the note and, and you can float that for an extended period of time, but what happens when that tenant leaves, you know? And, and that's what I think a challenge for me has been, you know, I'm wanting to get into it so fast that I really have to step back yep. and, you know, working with you, you've been able to say, dude, no, that's not a good deal. Yep. No, you didn't find the right price on yep. that. But when we did find the right deal, then it, it all made sense. You're gonna say no 30, 40 times yeah, before so you find, find a deal, right? You're looking for needles in a haystack. But So what, what I would tell you guys that are just getting started is that be patient, um, learn, learn the art of sourcing deals, right? Uh, learn, learn the art of raising private money, right? Because that's another thing. That's a big mistake I made. I was yeah. using all my own money. You know, if you guys got a hundred grand saved and you're trying to put twenty percent down on, on on every property, you're gonna run out of money, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. So if you want to scale, you you, you want to learn the art of raising private money. And there's a lot of people out there that got money that are looking for good deals. So if you can do those two things right there, source your own deals using direct-to-seller marketing campaigns and then learn to raise private money, you will scale a, a portfolio. Absolutely. You know, I, I think another thing that I wanted to touch on today was how important I think education has been yep. is, you know, in healthcare as a nurse, we go to school for an extended period of time. As a nurse practitioner, you go back and you get this specialized knowledge as a physician, a specialist. I mean, all of these things that you're going and you're going doing your trade, you've got to be educated on those things. And I think what I see a lot of times is folks that want to dive into real estate without really knowing like what they're doing. So in your mind, because I've been able to see Chris and go to some of your events and see people from all different spectrums. And I think everybody has learned a lot through, I mean, even you, you said you've learned a lot through those things. How important do you think education is, you know, when it comes to real estate? Well, it's funny, you know, you, you um, you, you'll get people that are get hung up on hiring a business coach or a real estate coach, but they'll send their kids to go to college and spend a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, right? And you'll 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 ask people that that played maybe sports in high school and college, um, hey, um, did you have a coach when you played sports? Yeah, uh, yeah, Chris, of course I did. Okay, well then, why wouldn't you have a coach for business or real estate? It's a sport. Yeah. It's got rules, it's got boundaries, it's got goals, it's a game. Yeah. Um, so it baffles me that I think some people get all hung up that they, they don't need a coach on the single greatest game there is on this earth and that is the game of building wealth. Yeah. But they won't get a coach. And it's huge. Right. Yeah. So you, I, I look at all the biggest players that I know, they're, they're constantly learning, they're constantly evolving. The market changes so fast. If you're not constantly plugged into the newest, greatest information and what's working and what's not working, you're gonna fail. I yeah. mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, you take, for instance, 
you know, people that are just that are probably watching this, maybe they already bought a deal already, or a couple deals, and they, maybe the house is worth 200 and they thought they got a deal because they paid 180. Interest rates <laughs> went up, market yeah. pulled back, market pulled back 10%. Well, now the house that they was worth 200 is now worth 180, what they paid for it. They've been having a tenant in it for the past year. The tenant moves out, maybe punches a few holes in the wall and, um, and messes up the floors and it moves out and then you got to go in there and put 10 grand in it. Now yeah. you upside down another 10 grand. So now you, now you upside down, what, another 10 grand. So, yeah. but if you'd have bought it, but if you'd have bought it at a discount like you're supposed to, yeah. and you hedge your bets and you have that buffer pad and you bought it at 150, then you have, you have an exit, yeah. right? So knowing these things, right? Just knowing the exact way to do something. I mean, I, I'm sure you, maybe a doctor or a nurse is gonna watch this. I mean, you didn't just become a nurse. Nope. You, you went to school for six years, four years, and you had to get taught an exact science. Real estate investing is a science too. Yeah. And it, it has its uh, best practices. It has its methodology and um, if you understand that, you'll be a good real estate investor. Yeah, <laughs> it's as simple as that. And, and, and you know, it's it's so true. I mean, being being knowledgeable about what you're doing, I feel, is so important. You know, day in and day out, we go into facilities and we train folks to do what they need to do the most efficient way to achieve compliance. I mean, it's the same thing with real estate is, you know, working to understand the deal, how not to overpay, how to structure it, what your role in the deal is. I think it's so important. But, you know, I think a lot of folks get confused whenever they're looking because I've got nurse friends out there and I'm sure a couple of you nurses out there are thinking like, Look, I like my job, but I want to do a side hustle. I want to do something. And you're looking all over. Um, you know, if you're looking at real estate, because when you think about it, probably some of the richest people you know own real estate, manage real estate, or do something in that world. Um, you're probably only thinking about, oh, well, I'm going to get money for rent. But there's so many more advantages to real estate. You know, what, what, what have you seen beyond the cash flow, which is great to put money yeah. in your pocket? What else would you say real estate is, you know, has well, advantages on? Well, number one, well, let me, let me touch on that, but you, most of you guys are probably going to invest in a 401k. Yep. Right, right, which you can't see, well, you kind of see it, but you have no control, and you, you can't see, feel, and touch it like real estate. And it doesn't have the the benefit, and this is going to be the biggest benefit. Everybody thinks the cash flow of real estate is the biggest benefit. It's not. It's the depreciation, right? Yep. If you don't know what depreciation is, basically where you can offset your taxes um, through depreciation of buying real estate. In addition to that, long term, real estate eventually always goes up. It might have a down cycle, but it comes back around again. So you have depreciation, which will offset your taxes, which that's one of the reasons which why you wanted to get A lot of you folks, 1099 nurses out there, y'all know about taxes. Yeah. They hit hard. So I mean, this yep. is this is huge. Depreciation, so you don't have to pay any tax. I, I literally make millions of dollars every year. I pay no taxes, zero tax, because I buy because I buy enough real estate. I have enough depreciation. Depreciation, appreciation over an extended period of time where your, your real estate goes up over time. And then the last thing is, is cash flow. Those are the three profits and it's right there. But for you guys that are, you know, feel, feel like you're watching, it's like, man, I don't have time to, to do real estate. I can't do all this. I mean, we did some basic math yesterday. Oh, yeah. On, you know, buying one house a month. Yeah. And maybe you don't even have to do this. You don't have to buy one house. Maybe we, we can cut that in half. But Absolutely. let's just give them math on one house a month. Yeah, this is amazing. You know, because people think that, you know, you're going you're gonna to get rich quick real estate. It's not a get rich quick. It's a get rich for sure. It's a long game. So if you buy one house a month, using the, the, the techniques that I teach on direct-to-seller marketing, buying off-market, 
capturing equity on your front end because you make money when you buy, not when you sell. You have to go in and buy below market value where you capture an equity and have that buffer so you can have equity. But if you say you send out some letters or you maybe you put out bandit signs or maybe you just you just shaking the trees and, and posting on social media, hey, looking to buy uh, uh, properties off market and you're picking up maybe one deal a month. Let's just say you buy one property that's worth say a hundred thousand, but you're buying it at fifty because you got it from a distressed homeowner, and maybe it needed um, let's just call it ten thousand dollars or let's call it twenty thousand dollars, right? You bind it for fifty, you put twenty into it, it's worth a hundred. You captured what? Thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand, and now that's going to be let's just average thirty to fifty thousand each house. If you did that once a month. Let's just do the simple math so you can see the power of real estate so you can play the long game yeah and i want to remind you is you know when chris is talking about this this is finding a good deal this is not finding a horrible location in you know just you can get shot up in this part of town yeah. just because you can afford it this is buying a good location where you have equity yes equity uh, I, I typically like brick on slab i don't yep. like old wood frame houses and this is see this is all the education needed because yep. i would buy in wood frame houses they fall apart you want a nice brick on slab house kind of like the one we're buying together in yep. woodwork absolutely well let's just say you, you you buy one house a month and you capture 30 to fifty thousand dollars of equity on each house if you take that let's just average it say 40 you capture an average of forty thousand per house times 12 that's $480,000 in net worth you're gonna accumulate in one year. Net worth. Then you multiply that times 20 over a 20 year period. Yep. 4, what I said, 480 yep. times 20. That's $9,600,000 in equity you're going to capture over a 20 year period but hold on it gets better yeah that ain't the best part. that ain't yeah. the best part so you're already in 20 years you're already a you're net you're, you're worth 10 million bucks but i didn't even factor in in 20 years your properties are going to probably be paid off yeah paid off so you can add in another 50 to 70,000 because we got to add in some appreciation because you we, we bought it for 50 so we paid down all the 50,000 yeah. equity now, that property that's worth 100 in 20 years is probably going to be worth 200. Absolutely. In 20 going years. Going up, yeah. We, yeah. We, you see the house, price of houses and how it went right now? So, if you got 960, and then you, what you do is you take another, let's just call it, just to be conservative, because I don't like the fluff, I like to play you know, the, the numbers low. Let's just say you, you paid that down in, in 20 years, and that house is worth, let's just call it 150. So you could add another hundred thousand in equity. So remember nine million six hundred. Nine six. Yeah. So um, let's say a hundred thousand times twelve times twenty. So what did I tell you? Plus nine six. Plus nine six. Right your, there. Your net worth. <laughs> in 20 years it'd be 33 million dollars guys yeah that's the long game though most yep. people want to get rich quick they want they want to they want to go and they play have the casino mindset you, you gotta you gotta play the long game that's simple but it ain't easy no because no. You, that the problem is you're gonna you're gonna have a roof that goes out the ac's gonna go out you're gonna have some tenants that are gonna trash your properties here and there but you have to play the long game you guys are already putting money in the stock market yeah 
and, and you're forgetting about it, and you're lo you you may lose a quarter or say 10% of your net worth in your portfolio because of what the stock market does. At least you can control this. Yeah. I can control the property management. I can control the, the tenants to a certain degree because I can I can uh, filter out the, the bad ones. But in 20 years, you're going to be worth 33 million dollars yeah. if you buy one house a month. Yeah. And look, there's no way that I have found in this healthcare game to increase your net worth anywhere near close to that. You're working and you're getting paid. Unless you go out there, branch off and get clinics that are generating revenue, but that's not assets. Whenever you go to the bank, they're not gonna look at the hours you work. They're gonna look at what you have. They're gonna look at your net worth. And I found out that found that out the hard way. You know, a bank looks at you completely different when you're going to lend. So just like you said, it looks so simple, but that takes a it, lot of work. It takes work and it takes time, but it's doable, right? Absolutely. You know, it's doable and it, in one house a month. Let's just, and that's 33 million. Even if you didn't buy one house a month, if you bought one house every other month and you cut that in half, half, you're still worth 15 million bucks. 15, yeah. How would you like it if you're a nurse practitioner or just a, a, an RN, a regular RN, and you bought six houses a year? That's really not astronomical numbers. You guys can buy six houses a year. Yep. And you did that for 20 years and you paid it off. Dude, you set for life. Yeah. And I want to make a mention of this as well, is, and you're in control. So you putting that money into that 401k or whatever that investment is, you have no control over what that thing is going to do. And at the end of the day, I like to control my situation in real estate. And you ain't getting no depreciation. And you're getting no depreciation. But, you know, I think a lot of, and this is for nurse practitioners and doctors out there, there's a lot of big guys doing this, buying huge apartment complexes or huge deals. Um, look, that's, that's different levels, different levels yeah. to this game. This is something anybody, anybody can do. Anybody can find the right deal. Anybody can work the right deal, understand how to do it, and grow that And you work. can do it on a gradient scale. You start off with single-family homes. I started off with single-family homes, yep. and you know I have a pretty large portfolio now. Oh, talk to them about the scale, you said, like where you start yeah. and all that. Yeah, that's... Yeah, so, I mean, so you can start with single-family homes, but you can scale up into mobile home parks, apartments, and the thing is, is that, that the, the education knowledge exponentially compounds. You get better and smarter and faster, and then so what happens is, you start doing bigger, better deals. So that number actually compounds exponentially. Absolutely. If you if you want to start, you know, pushing the limit or pushing your, your knowledge. But if you understand knowledge and, and, and education, you know, things build on one another. Like you have foundational pieces that you need to understand. Just like being a nurse, I'm sure there's fundamental pieces like your nurse. Yep. They teach you fundamentals, I'm sure, when you first Assessments, get Assessments, how to do certain skills, absolutely. Every, every, you know, practice has its foundation you know that real estate has its foundation so if you understand that if you start off with the with the fundamentals in any in, in any profession you're trying to understand you will build from there and, and learn the, the correct gradient of a certain skill set so in real estate if you look at it from an education point you have elementary school what's elementary school in real estate learning how to source deals you can't do anything if you don't know how to find the deal. Yep. Because what happens if you overpay for a deal because you don't know how to find deals, it ruins everything else. Yep. You're gonna mess up because you, yep. you make money when you what? When you buy. When you buy. That's the first fundamental piece. That is the foundation. That's the ABCs and the one, two, threes of real estate. Learning how to source deals. If you're not a you can pick up my free book, the source of the deal.com, because we don't have a whole lot of time to go over it exactly. But but that's why I wrote the book, The Source of the Deal, because you have to be the source of the deal, and that's the foundation. That's elementary school. From there, once you understand how to source deals, doing direct-to-seller marketing and sourcing your own deals, then you're moving up to junior high, which is what? 
raising private money. If you learn how to raise private money, then you can take the deals that you've learned how to source and you can start buying them. Yep. And you can either flip them or keep them as a rental, which I don't recommend keeping as a rental yet. You haven't stacked up enough cash. Yeah. So once you raise private money, that's, a, that's junior high, then you go to high school because you learn how to raise private money. Now you can take down the deal and you, from your wholesaling business from the, from the top, from the, from the elementary school, and you can maybe flip it. Yep. Now you don't want to get into these big deep flips, right? You don't yeah. want to do a $100,000 flip. You want to do a, a easy turn and burn, 15, 20 grand, painting floors in a good area, days on market or low, throw it back on MLS, you know, make a big rip, maybe you make 40, 60 grand. That's high school flipping houses. Now you do that for, say you do that for a year or two, you're stacking the cash, you know, maybe you save $200,000. You need to deploy that capital so that inflation doesn't eat it up. Yeah, because if it's in the bank, it ain't doing nothing. It ain't doing that. Money's a tool. You don't want to just sit there and save money, save money. I mean, that's it, it, you're going to lose your purchasing power. You see all the money they're printing. Once you got, say, $200,000 saved up, then you have high school, right? Which is going to be what? Buy and hold. Yeah. Right? That's the next evolution. It's all stacking. So now you... You stacked up a bunch of money, okay, now you're in high school, you're ready to go buy some properties. Now you're keeping the best deals from your wholesaling business. You got funnels all the way back mm -hmm. down. Comes all the way from the top to the bottom. To the bottom. And then you start keeping the best deals in the best areas with the best school districts and the, you know, all brick on slab. Now you're building a portfolio. Now you keep, but now you don't stop doing all the other methods. You still, you know, you're still uh, doing direct to selling marketing, maybe wholesaling the ones you don't want to keep and then uh, flipping, still making money. And you, that all comes together. And then you, as you're building out your portfolio, like I have now, I'm I'm going I'm in college now, right? Because I'm doing what? I'm doing land development. Uh, okay. You know, because now I have I've got a pretty big portfolio. I'm still wholesaling. I'm still flipping. I'm still raising private money. I'm still buying and holding. Me and you just bought a deal together. But now I'm the big boy leagues is is going to be ground up land development, right? Wow. Developing neighborhoods, maybe developing apartments, developing uh, storage units. But that's the big boy leagues, right? But you can't do any of that until you understand all the other layers. How to find a deal. You got to find the land. Yeah. How to discount. Then if you've been flipping, then you understand construction. Yep. Right? It all builds. Then, but, and then you, you know how to raise private money so you can get your land development funded. And then from there, once you've got, say, you, 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 if you look at all the big boys, like big, big time real estate investors, what are they doing? They're doing land development. Yep. Developing land. They're developing land. Once you do that for an extended period of time, you're making a bunch of money. Let's just say you got, I don't know, you got 10, 20 million dollars liquid, maybe more than that. Eventually, you want to become the bank. Yeah, be the bank. Yep. That's going to be, <laughs> now you're a professor. Yep. Right? You're a professor. You made it. You got 20 million liquid in your account. And I'm going to find a, you know, I'm going to oh, find really a, a young Chris Rude who knows how to source deals. Yep. And I'm going to lend to him because he knows what he's doing. I'm gonna be the bank. Yeah, and, you're the bank. Yeah. And you're the bank. And that is the correct gradient of education as a real estate investor. That took me 20 years to figure out. That's not something I made up. That was me doing buying whole first and messing up and overpaying, losing a bunch of money and going back and reassessing, like, okay, what do I not know? Yeah. I don't know how to find deals. I'm yeah. not buying cheap enough. And then from there, it's stacked. If you do it in that correct order, you will save yourself a whole lot of headache and you won't quit. Yeah. And you won't have to sell off your whole portfolio. Nope. And look, so I think I think what y'all are hearing is look, there's there's so many options when it comes to real estate, but there is a natural progression. And I think something that we always talk about with anybody we work with, it's it's good to have a goal in mind. I mean, what what is it before you dive into this? Don't just say I want a rental property. Say, you know what, an extra five hundred 
dollars a, a month would be good or an extra ten thousand a year would be good and then get the knowledge base invest in yourself to get the knowledge on how to yes. do this and do it the right way follow the progression now some of you are just burnt out and you're like dude I'm, I'm sick of healthcare now you see what it would take for you to take this full time if you're really looking into real estate yep. so I, I just love it because there's so many options you know like the, the past presentation that we are a couple of guys that we heard entitlement pro rata those are things that healthcare professionals we ain't got a clue yep. about but it isn't until you work through those different levels that you're going to find that. Yep. And it's just like going to school for any of you healthcare professionals. You start at the bottom, you start learning, you advance, you advance, and then you get that specialized knowledge to where now you're making more money. Same thing here in real estate. Absolutely. And, and if you guys want to get in real estate better in their healthcare, don't just buy one or two properties. You, know, you want to scale. Yep. Because if you do one or two properties, you feel like it's not worth it. You got to keep going, you got to keep progressing and keep moving. Because if you just have like four properties, it's just going to be a headache. Yeah. You got to keep going into where you can get maybe 20, 30, and then you hire property management. Mm -hmm. And then, they, then you have enough income coming in to where they can run it. Now, are you going to have some hiccups where a roof goes out, AC, or you get some tenants beat up and, and you have to put up money? Sure. But dude, you're losing money in the stock market too. <laughs> yeah. I mean. But, but you play the long game and you got to look at it from the depreciation, appreciation, paying down debt. Yep. You're paying down debt over time and capturing more equity. You wake up, you do that long enough, you wake up one day and you'll be, you're gonna be a wealthy person. Absolutely. So, look, I know we covered a lot today. I think uh, a lot of these topics, you can dive so deep into those. Uh, Chris, can, let them know where they can find you, man, because I know I, I'm just, we were blessed enough to, I got to run into you at a conference and then I saw you, your presence online. I, I asked around a lot of folks and there was nothing bad. You know, of course, you're gonna have your haters. Sure, sure. Absolutely, but. Uh, my experience with you has been great. I mean, we've done deals together. We're going to continue to do deals. But where can people find you? I mean, for that nurse out there that's like, man, I, I'm listening to this, and I want to figure out what's my first step. How do I get educated? How do I do my first deal? Where would they find you? Yeah, I mean, social media. Uh, go to yeah. Chris Root Entrepreneur on uh, Facebook, um, Real Estate Root on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Also, I'm on YouTube. I've got hundreds of videos on YouTube. And just reach out to me. Uh, inbox is, hey man, I saw you. Uh, I saw you with Taylor. That way I know where you came from. And uh, you know, come to one of my events. Get educated, right? That way you know what you're doing. And maybe you don't have enough time to even do all the stuff that I do. Well, guess what? We could partner. Yeah. You know, if you got capital, then find a good operator. Yeah. Right? Like what Taylor's doing. Taylor doesn't have the time to do what I'm doing. No. Because I'm too busy. You've been with me. I'm always on the phone looking at deals, Absolutely. negotiating. So I'm looking for people that can either bring, you know. Capital, if you got maybe you got a hundred grand, come you can we can invest in one of my deals, right? yeah, or come get educated, come to an event, and then you can start sourcing some deals on your off off hours, yeah. I mean, it's, it's as simple as that. But inbox me on social media, my website's chrisroot.com. I need to update it, I haven't updated in a while, a lot of old data on there. But I would just inbox me on social media, get out to one of my events, plug in these masterminds are powerful. I got to where I'm at today by going to events. We met at an event, yeah. we met at a mastermind. Look at this scene right here. This is this is a mastermind scene. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're in Colorado Springs right now at, at uh, a castle. I mean, we're, we just did a big event, and, and, yeah, and this is we're in a castle right now. You can't see it because it's behind you, but. You're going to meet some of the awesomest people coming to these yeah. events. All walks of life, too. Yeah. Not just real estate. That's yep. what's been so awesome. Yeah. But no, man, I, I really appreciate uh, you know the relationship we we built. We're doing business now. We're going to do a lot of big things together. Oh, I see absolutely. It. And it's just a lot of fun. It is. It's so much fun, right? And, and that's what I want you guys to send it. Like, this is the greatest sport there is, is building wealth, investing in real estate, investing in businesses, 
and having a meaningful relationship where we can all grow together. I agree. Doing this alone can be tough, as you know, doing anything in healthcare is tough. But man, when you get around the right people, you know what you're doing. It really, it really is fun, man. Yeah. So, dude, awesome. can't thank you enough. Yes, appreciate you. you. Appreciate this relationship we're building. Look forward to a bunch of deals. But again, guys, remember Healthcare Collective. We're bringing you some of the top healthcare professionals, uh, industry experts, anything to help you take your practice, your career or whatever you want to do to the next level. So until next time, thank y'all. See you then. Y'all, what a podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember the Healthcare Collective where we come to you with the top industry experts bringing you all kinds of knowledge to help you get better in your practice. Remember, if you got something out of this, please like, share, subscribe, and share with us your success that you've had with your patients, with your facility, with your organization. Can't wait for you to tune in next time. See you then.